Hi, everyone. You're listening to In the Open, a podcast by Mental Health America, where we talk all things mental health related. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another session of In the Open. It's America here and Teresa is here with me. Hi, everyone. So we are continuing our series on um, overcoming thoughts, intrusive thoughts. And today we're going to be talking about I am worthless. <laughs> I feel when I say that, I feel like Eeyore <laughs> from Winnie the Pooh, man. Eeyore is my favorite. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, this feeling of worthlessness, if you listen to our previous session, um, where we talked about no one caring about me, right? It's so tied to that. Um, I said in that session that it's like a cousin because these two are connected in so many ways to how we feel about ourselves and then ultimately what we do with these thoughts and how it it becomes this pervasive, overwhelmingly larger-than-life thing that can feel like a burden to our everyday well-being. Do you okay, so this is funny because I think I am worthless is coming at the tail end of I'm a failure and no one cares about me. Mm. And I am worthless to me kind of are tied up in both of those frames. Yeah. Which is why we can feel insecure about our value. And the, and unlike no one cares about me, which is tied to relationships and what other people do, this is the way that I have internalized and made my personhood my value. Like, and, and other versions of this thought look like, oh, I'm broken, so nobody wants a broken thing. Yeah. Or, yeah, nobody wants what I'm going to put out, right? Like, mm-hmm. not like the work that I can do, because everybody can wake up and do a widget. And sometimes that's not even true. Like, if I'm struggling with work or whatever, it's just like, well... There were times where I was unemployed for a long time and I was like, I'm just never going to get a job. It's great. Yeah, this is definitely, you know, when you think about the the word itself, right, worthlessness, it really is tied to value. And where you create your idea of value, right, is from all your life experiences around the maybe some traumas that you have experienced and what you have seen has maybe occurred in other spaces with other people and you're like, yeah, that's not me, you know? Yeah. So in many ways, when I think about this, where where this feeling exists for me mm-hmm. is in the belief that whatever it is that I'm doing, it's really not who I am. It makes me question everything that I'm doing. Yeah. I feel like the worst parts of I'm worthless too have come up when – I have been just beat up by something in life. Mm. I feel like I am worthless is the kind of thought you have that I have had when I've been assaulted by life circumstances, my trauma, or being in a, a time where I was at my worst. So I it was hard not to look around and be like, what am I? What do I even have? That Right. And all of these negative thoughts. I are have rooted nothing. In our, and that's okay because I deserve it. Yeah. So many mm-hmm. of these things, these thoughts are rooted in our evidence in our lives of where we're at, right? Um, yeah. We talked about this in a couple of our other episodes. But the worthless one is when it really does feel like you don't have anything. And it's so painful because in that moment, it feels so 
crushing. It feels lonely. It feels scary. It feels... It feels endless. Post a breakup, definitely. It's hard not to think this thought, you know, I don't know for you, was that like after your marriage? In my experience, right? Like after I got divorced, I was like, why couldn't I make that work? Mm. What's, mm-hmm. what's wrong with me that it didn't work, right? Mm-hmm. And similar to any any kind of relationship where you're intimately tied with somebody, a friendship, family, you're like, well, why? I think it's even worse when it's not tied to family, it's somebody else so that the original connection you had is because there was an interest, right? We're people, we like one another, we like hanging out, whatever. And then it's like, what happened with me then that you don't want to be with me? So the question automatically turns to like, well, why would they be? Because you're worthless. That's why the breakup is so hard. Or the yeah, moment dude. where you think you might be good at something and then you find out you're not. Yeah. That's pretty That's pretty devastating. <laughs> Look at us laugh because it's so painful. That's a hard one because you kind of put yourself and your identity into something that feels like, oh, this is the way that I have value or worth. And then when it yeah. and then when there's conflict or when it doesn't work out that way, like like putting yourself into uh, a new not a hobby, but like for a lot of people, putting yourself into a new career change and and going through the struggle yeah. of of that and just feeling like, oh my god, what have I done? You know, like you know what though? Do I have anything to show for myself in this space? Yeah, but all of these things are tied to identity, right? Like when you when you see yourself in a certain way, and then something happens that pushes you to then have to change that that vision, then you you do question, what value am I bringing to the table? Because in X other space, the world and life showed me that it wasn't any of any value. Um, but I think that's when we do the worst to our, to our well-being, right? When we really put ourselves into that space. And, you know, you know, have you ever been buried by sand, you know, on the beach? Mm-hmm. Like little by little, just like boom, boom, boom. And then you're covered. Mm-hmm. This idea of feeling worthless it feels like that to me, like little by little. And then eventually it's like, oh, so overwhelming that it's just a weight that you carry. And nobody can help you out of that unless you're willing to like move and like pull yourself up out of that sand. Yeah. With a lot of the thoughts that we've been talking about, they they do feel like a heavy weight. And, and part yeah. of the recovery process is clawing yourself out from these negative thoughts and understanding where they come from. The, the worthiness one, though, because we talked about how, how tied, you know, for example, no one cares about me is about the way we see our relationships with others. Mm. I think with I am a failure and I'm worthy, where a lot of people who have these thoughts feel, feel both, right? Mm-hmm. But I, I think it would be useful to unpack for people the nuance between I am a failure and I am worthless. Like feeling a fa- like a failure is is kind of trying, and we've kind of said that sometimes you try something and you're and it's not working out, and you just you're not good at anything. <laughs> like it it feels like that thought. Whereas worth is about your value. And that's why I feel like it's so much harder for people who think that I am worthless. I think it's harder to find a healthy thought from there. Because to feel so devalued by life and to feel worthless, 
may mean that you don't also have an identity. Mm. And to be identityless, where do you go from identityless? Who are you? Because if you have no worth, you have no sense of self. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say, like, when I thought of those things, it's after feeling so assaulted by life that I was just beat down to nothing. Like, then I did not have anything, which is why I felt like, well, I am broken and I have nothing. I am nothing. And so there's nothing to love. You're just goop now. I'm tying these experiences to my earlier part of my childhood um, where I felt like I had to demonstrate that I was worthy. So part of that existence looked like me making sure like I was really good in school. Like you're tr- you're trying yeah. or – yeah, you're I am I'm good at something. Yes. Look, I can read. Look, right? I can do this thing. Yes. Yeah. Look, look, I can do this thing. And so innately, right? You're you're going through that process partly because you're really learning on how to navigate the space of how others see you, but then really trying to form a really good solid sense of self, right? And that only comes in my experience and in, in working with people by having others also validate your existence. Or your actions validate <sighs> your ability to try. It's so interesting because last week's podcast, I was like so deep in that thought. And you y'all listened literally to what it feels like to be in the middle of those negative thoughts versus I'm a failure and I'm worthless are thoughts that I had. And I'm trying to transport myself back into that time and space mm. when when I felt this way. And it's very different, you know? So if you're like in this moment and you're like, oh my gosh, this is my intrusive thought that I have, you know, go listen to no one cares about me. To process through what it feels like to feel overwhelmed by those feelings, but he, but here in in I'm worthless. You know we can't give you that. What we can offer you is the the knowing that when one recovers, you recover. I feel like you and I are in a place where when when thinking about the I am worthless thoughts, we experience this in times of our lives. But would you say that today you struggle with the overwhelming thought of I am worthless? No, not not in the same way that I did when I was experiencing lows. Yeah, so not anymore. And I think that's really important to acknowledge, right? You and I can only do this by looking back in time, which is yeah. very different from what it feels like in the moment when you're just struggling emotionally with something so profound. But I, I think it's important for us to try and take some time to go back because if a user is listening and is really struggling with this thought, you know, that that's the closest thing we have to what that experience was like was those times in our lives. Now I think I understand more the metaphor you gave because in the past we've talked about something weighing you down. Mm-hmm. But for I am worthless, you talked about clawing yourself out of a sand pit. Mm. It's very different. It is. It is, it is like clawing yourself out of a sandpit. It's like for every negative feeling that you have that says you're not good at this, you you can't do that. You you can't go get a, a boyfriend. You can't go get a job. You can't even do your homework, you know? Then it's like a little grain of sand that you'll be like, "Yes, I can." And you like start 
cr- you know, crawling out from that pit because of it's sand. work. That's yes. where I am worthless and I'm a failure. Take hard work, which is probably why you and I have tried to forget it because we're like, oh, we survived it, but now I don't need to sit <laughs> in the suffering of that survival of it. I don't know if you relate to that, but it was so much hard freaking work. It is exhausting. And unlike in a way where you carry the pain of something else, like if I had to ask myself, yeah, like the pain of carrying no one cares about me still hurts me a lot. But I don't think it's nearly that bag is not nearly as heavy for me as the I'm worthless bag when I felt it decades, a decade ago, decades ago. Because of the work it took, the work just like that's why that sand because you're like you're falling constantly and you're everything around you is telling you that you should give up and blah, blah, blah. And then if you have depression on top of it, it's like especially hard, right? You know, I I also I also connect to this feeling not only did I feel that after my divorce, right? But then when I started going out into the world and like trying to be in new relationships, not even, not even just like having a, you know, like a a boyfriend or something, but like in, in exploring new friendships and stuff, there, there is a connection to like how visible you make yourself. You know, earlier you talked about, what did you say about Teresa, the, the personified Teresa, what did you call it? Performative. Or your performative <laughs> my, my Teresa. performing yeah. Teresa. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're all shiny. Look, you're shiny and new. I'm so exciting. And the real, the real you, the real me is not. All those positives are not there. And if you really, if you really knew, then it's not connected. It becomes disjointed. So that worthlessness aspect of it when I started exploring these relationships and, and just having people, new people in my life, I'd be like, e, how much can I really show you? Because I really want to be your friend. And then I had to learn, like, be who you are. If you are actually who you are and live in your power and live in your truth, that and these people connect with you, then they're the people that you should you should be connected to. Otherwise, you don't function in this performative space, right? Yeah. And to me, that's like little gold stars over time that that you gather. So getting this is why I think getting better from I am worthless is also so hard. You you've talked about the fact of when you're in this space and you are thinking I am worthless, you do not see success in your life in that moment. You do right. not literally see worth. It's also a slippery slope from I am worthless to feeling crappy about all the bad things you also did. So one of the tricks we talk about in mental health is if you're in a hard spot, go to the past. What worked in the past to make you feel better, right? I also think like when I'm in my worthless phase, it's also when I'm at most risk of like drinking or -hmm. leaning into bad coping skills to numb out. And it's because I think it's hard not to feel other yeah, cascading man. emotions about failure and guilt of way you failed people. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the only things that helped me survive in that past was, first of all, stop beating myself up. Literally, I had to allow myself to beat myself up for a period of time, which is what depression felt like. And then I had to stop. I had to spend a lot of time stopping. So I caught myself beating myself up and I was like, stop it. 
And man, this is weird. I forgot. This is I, we created that sticky post-it note process because I remember there was a period where I had to find not just my identity, but my self-worth. And I couldn't think the thoughts, which I think that I am worthless is particularly hard because you don't you don't have things to fill it in that are positive. So I had to write them down and I um, put them up on my bathroom. I, I actually put them up right next to my bed because I would want to sleep all day and I had to wake up and read them. Yeah. Almost as affirmations to tell myself like, get out of your bed because right now you sleeping your life away is proving that you're worthless. <laughs> and I think I remember one of the posts it said, you are worthwhile or like you are good. You mean something, you know? And I didn't believe any of those thoughts, but I had to try to believe them. And then after that, I had enough energy to start looking back in my life and being like, wait a minute, yo, like you are 20. You have things that show that you're successful and that you do have value. Like don't dismiss that. And then blah. Then crawl out. I, I think part of this experience, though, when when you do have these feelings of worthlessness, is also tied to you feel like you don't have direction. Maybe you don't have purpose, and in that as well, feel hopeless, right? Because everything, the way you're seeing the world at this moment, is it doesn't matter what I do because whatever I do is not going to change anything, right? And so. There has to be work done, and God, the work is, it is hard, but it, there has to be work done to be able to help you turn that, that thought around and say, okay, maybe I'm, not, maybe I'm not good at cooking, but I can sure as hell go to the grocery store and buy some frozen meals, right? And that's the, the restructuring that has to happen so that we then feel that we do have value, that there is hope, but that we don't necessarily, I have a whole thing around perfection, you know, like my brain is tied to this idea of perfection. So oftentimes when I can't do something the way that I think it should be done, and there's that should, right? Then I have to really work hard to be like, who says that it has to be this way? And most often the answer is like, nobody but me. <laughs> so then, um, you know, it is important to think about how it ties to small things that you can build on to increase this support system that you have to have internally to be like, okay, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do this. Whether it's post-its, little stars that say, hey, you did these things. You got out of bed, star. I'm having a conversation and I didn't say anything snarky, star. All of that, I think, is is tied to how yeah. we move beyond this. Yeah, that is interesting. I'm reflecting now and it is a lot of reward systems. It's like if you're worthless. Yeah, I think that those sticky notes and giving myself things. Oh, man, you're reminding me of tough stuff. I remember how painful. God, three years ago, we were starting this podcast. And I remember telling you like at that time, I was in a horrible bout of depression. And when I'm depressed, it's hard not to think I'm worthless. I couldn't even say to you, like I, I said, today I feel loved. Like I am loving myself. And and mm. that takes so much effort to say it and believe it. And it's wild because like three years later, I'm, I can say it today. Like I 
love myself and I am loved. And it's really amazing how much less painful it is to say those words today than it was three years ago. Because maybe if we had done I am worthless three years ago, I would have been like the hot mess I was last week, you know? <laughs> no, but it's a continuum, babe, right? Like, But it's but the rewards you're saying are so true. It's, yes, it's really yes. like with I am worthless, I, I needed to do good things for myself. I needed to get myself out of the bed. I needed to show myself that I was worthwhile myself to take care of myself, to show myself that I had worth. And that's true. I totally forgot that I spent so much energy just doing that. Yeah. That really hits home for me. You ha- you have to give back to yourself. Yeah. And and this this whole intrusive thought is connected to just you. Yeah, this one is a this is the one where we've taken it in, all these things that happen. Yeah. And we make it our own beating up. Like I have yeah. now become my own abuser. Yeah. You're and I using need to stop. All, all your best tools to fight you, to make you believe that you have no value. And so then you have to then create bigger and stronger tools and have better coping skills to counter all of that and be like, no, not anymore. Yeah. I think for the people here, I feel like you and I have done a podcast on I Am Broken. Yeah. Yeah, we have. That might be one worthwhile to revisit, you know. Um, Meanwhile, Teresa and I go. <laughs> Teresa and I go cry. I don't feel cry, which is surprising. I, feel I, I, cr- I cried. Why? Do, I want. Maybe I should find out why you feel cry. I I compared to last week when I was cry, and it says something <laughs> about where I am. But why? Why do you feel cry? I feel cry because these feelings and these thoughts can become so overwhelmingly heavy that. It really does take a long time to work through them. Have you not unpacked your I'm no, worthless thought? I I have I, I have unpacked it, but I because you've you've pushed me to go back to that, mm. like I can remember that feeling, right? Okay, being yeah. like, oh God. Oh, so, but you're leaning into it with self-compassion versus me avoiding any feelings. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's like it, it took time. <laughs> now now that, you know, when we talk about this being a continuum, like, yeah, dude, it, it took a long time to move move further along and be like, I am better than I was. Yeah. But I had to create these reward system style way of thinking so that consistently yeah. I was seeing positives, be like, you did yeah. these things. Look, don't avoid them. Don't overlook them. And don't put yourself in front of people who do not reinforce the positives because like trying to get better and healthier and exercise, like when you feel like you're working your butt off to try and give yourself self-love and you put yourself around haters, it's so hard not to just take whatever they say and let it take you back 10 steps. Yeah. So the best thing to do is just like push back the haters, man. Don't even give them that power. They don't deserve it. You know, you're working on you. It is a long road. It is a meaningful and such a good road. I am so much better today. I I could cry because I'm happy that I'm not in that place. I'm reflecting on how far I've come. Keep on pushing through that. You know, you do have worth. Find who you are and what you do that makes you happy and have value and meaning in your life. And it, it is a worthwhile pursuit and it is a painful one. So we're here with you. Okay, 
So let, let me say this to, to close this out. All of these intrusive thoughts, every single one of these sessions, I feel like I have to walk away, take deep breaths, man, because they are so laden with emotion. So do the same. Go, to, go take a walk or something. Go, go get some fresh air and think how you can push against these negative thoughts in a way that ultimately is going to get you to a better place. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, keep on fighting. Till next time.